We pick up on uh, Daf 86, Pei Vav Amud Bet, uh, with the Mishnah. Bat Yisrael, she is a woman that uh, a normal Jewish woman. She gets married to a Kohen. So she can obviously uh, eat truma. There's no Kiddush in that. Uh, what happens is, next line, a mate of Allah Ben. Uh, if if uh, he dies, uh, and if she's got a surviving child from him, she can continue eating truma. They say to Levi, uh, so then she goes and gets married to a Levi. She's able to eat maser. Uh, then, uh, if she dies, uh, if, if the Levi husband dies, uh, then, and she's got a child from him, then she can continue despite uh, the fact that she's Israelite, she can continue to eat maser. They say to Israel, so then she goes and gets married to Israel. Then, because she's married to Israel, she can no longer eat truma and maser, despite the fact that she has children from a Kohen and a Levi. The uh, marriage seems to be the most um, uh, important part of the thing here. Okay. A mate will allow many Ben. However, if she, uh, if 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 he dies and she got a child, Lord's call, Lord, of the as long as she's got a surviving child, uh, that's Israel, that she can she can neither eat neither truma nor uh, maser. However, mate Ben Israel, what happens if that son dies? Tochal maser, then she go back to eating maser. Mate Ben Milevi tochal truma, and then if the Levi son dies, uh, then she can continue. And go back to eating truma. And mate bena mikoin. Then if the koin sons die, uh, law to call law but truma vlo Then she reverts to a previous state uh, where she can eat nothing, as if she wasn't married at all. Okay. Uh, now we do the reverse case. But koin shunisat Israel, a daughter of a koin that gets married to uh, Israel, law to call but truma. Then she is not allowed to eat truma anymore, even though she was a kohenet uh, and she ate truma all her life in her father's house because she's now married to Israel, she can't eat truma. Mate, v'la'am in a ben, truma. If she has a son uh, with this Israel, if he still survives, uh, then she can't eat truma. And they say to Levi, then she gets married to a Levi, uh, then she's able to eat maser in this situation. Uh, mate, if that Levi then dies, v'la'am in a ben, and she's got a son from him, then she can continue to eat maser. They say to Kohen, now she goes up this level and gets married to a Kohen, uh, then she can eat Truma as well. Uh, and mate, uh, if she, he dies and she has a surviving son, uh, then you can eat Truma. Then in the tragic situation, mate, uh, then now the, 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 her sons start dying off, the, the Kohen son dies, she can no longer eat Truma, then her Levi son dies, uh, then she can no longer eat Maser. Mate Benam Israel, then her, her Israelite son dies. Uh, then, because you've got no husband and no surviving children, uh, she can go back to her father's house. She goes back to her father's house, uh, as in the days of her youth. Uh, uh, she can eat her, her father's bread. Okay, that's a pasuk anymore. We have discussed these pasukim uh, at length. Uh, previously uh, talking about trauma. All right, all right. The Gemara picks up. Mate, bena milavi tochal b'truma. It says if a son from the Levi died, she can eat truma. Um, uh, if uh, she, she can eat truma, and the Gemara says, hadra achla mishum bena minanan. How do you know with uh, with a woman that was married to a kohen and had a child from the kohen, then was married to the Levi? 
then she can, you know, that, that son dies, you can eat from the Kohen. Uh, because you've got a son that's a Kohen, in other words, how come surviving offspring of a Kohen uh, are able to entitle this woman to eat? Uh, the, the Pasuk says, because the, 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 uh, when it talks about um, if, a, if a, a bat Kohen is a widow or divorced and hasn't got a child, she goes back uh, to her father's house, and it, it, it could have just said, Vat Kohen, uh, and it says, but, um, uh, but it says, Uvat Kohen. Right, it says, uh, it could have just said bat, and it says, uvat kohen, bat, if a kohen's daughter does this. So the extra vav uh, allows, uh, entitles this woman to eat. So Gurmona says, come on, Krabiya uh, Kiva, does this go like Krabiya Kiva? The Darish Vave, because we see, we saw earlier, Krabiya Kiva darshans out all, all different uh, things with the crowns and the letters, etc. Uh, is that because like Krabiya Kiva that darshans out vavs? No, I feel it's same Rabban, and you could even say it goes like the Rabbis. Kolo uvat kra yotarehi. We had this uh, derivation before. It says because uh, it, it, um, the whole pasuk uh, is, I mean, the whole word uvat is extra because previously it had been dealing with the daughter of a kohen. Uh, of, of a, uh, kohen. Uh, so too, if it, it goes and repeats uvat kohen, uh, the whole word is actually extra. It could have just uh, carried on uh, the thing and says vahi or something like that. Okay. Um, now, next uh, section. Tanar Rabbanan, Kishi Kozeret, when the Kohen's daughter goes back to her father's house, Kozeret the Truma. Goes back and she can eat Truma. Vainu Kozeret Lechazavashok. And you can't go and eat the, the, the thigh and uh, the, um, uh, the breast and the, and the thigh. Okay, that's uh, of, of, of a Shlamim offering. We've also discussed that previously. Uh, but now we're going to discuss it a bit more. Amaravuna, Amaravina, Bashila, Amarakra. Where do we see the Pasuk for that? Vihibutruma, Hakodashim, Lotochal. The Pasuk says you're not allowed to eat uh, the Truma of the, the Kodshim. Right? It says, Muram, Mina Kodshim. This means something separated from Kodshim, Lotochal. She's not allowed to eat that. Uh, that's the the one verse uh, that's from Emor uh, chapter 22 verse 12. However, Rav Nachman Amar he says Milechem because the pasuk says Milechem Avia talks about Lechem Avia. The law call Lechem Prat Lechazvashok. It means she can't eat. Well, bread it comes to exclude uh, the uh, the breast and this uh, this right uh, back leg. Okay, uh, so those are two different things. That's from, you know, one from verse 12 in ch- chapter 22 of Vayikra and one from verse 13 on chapter 22 of Vayikra. Makif la Ravi bar Chama. Ravi Chama attacks this. He says, I'm a prat la farat nadarim. He says, maybe what the Pasuk says comes to exclude the vows. So even if she goes back to her father's house, uh, she doesn't go back in all respects. What does it mean? It means that she... Uh, she um, Father is not allowed to nullify her vows. Uh, he says, um, you know, maybe that's the, the uh, what the pasuk is coming to teach us. Amarava, Rava says no, uh, that is uh, not necessary. Why? Kvar paska, Rishmal. We also learned, we've already learned in the school of Rabbi Ishmael, never neder v'almana ukrusha yakumalea. It says the vow of a, of a widow or divorcee uh, should stand up uh, for her. In other words, cannot be nullified. It, it, it uh, stands up. What does it come to teach us? Hello, Hello, Motsa. She has been removed. Means that anyone uh, who has got married means that she's been removed from the authority of her father and she's been removed also from uh, from her husband because she's no longer married to him. 
so she's been taken out, and that's why uh, everything she says has to stand up before herself. Ella, um, so what are we what are we talking about here? That's where the, the father handed her over to the husband's agents. Uh, he gives her over, and the agents are coming to come and uh, take off to the chuppah, uh, and he and he gives he hands it over to the father's agents. There's like a uh, a, a, a process, and they, they they take her to the chuppah, okay. And it says, oh, or even if the father has sent out his agents, and they meet the agents of the husband, and the two of them meet, and they they hand over, they transfer uh, the woman over at that stage. And then what happens if the husband decides to cancel the marriage and divorce her, or uh, the husband dies? Unfortunately, uh, while she's on the way, she's neither in the father's house, and then she's not neither in the husband's house. Now, no house has really happened over here. She's kind of in between. So therefore, Ella, the, the pastor comes along to teach us this law. No, as long as she's gone out of her father's uh, um, really jurisdiction for a, for a, even a short time you can no longer nullify her vows all right so even in that case uh, there's no need for that additional verse to do it so therefore uh, we don't need uh, that okay all right Rav Safra Amar Rav Safra continuing with the previous uh, kind of idea says uh, from her father's bread she can't eat lechem uh, means that uh, she can she can have uh, sorry, she can eat the bread. Davka the bread, lechem, lobasav, and not meat. Uh, the meat is obviously the, the shlamin, uh, the breast and the chaza and the shok of the shlamin. Uh, from the bread of her father she can eat. Lechem, uh, This is bread that is owned by her father, that is truma, which is given over to the kohen and which he owns 100%. Prat kazahi, as opposed to the the, the, the breast and the leg, uh, which comes from the shulchan of Gavoa, i.e., from Hashem's table uh, itself. Okay, Rava Amar, Rava says, Vet Chaza Vet Shoka Chumatochelu. The pasuk uh, says the breast uh, of waving and the, and the and the back leg of uh, of. Um, uh, uh, the truma uh, you can you, your son you can eat uh, they can come and eat them uh, the sons and the daughters that are with you in other words that were with you in other the, that means that it's when they are the part of your family uh, once they've got married out uh, like a, a married a normal Israel they can't eat of these things even if they would come back to his house that's another understanding that we have here Right, so I'm a Rav So Rav Arba says, Tana, because she the When she comes back to her father's house, she comes back and she can eat chuma. She doesn't come back for eating uh, the the and the breast and the, and the back right leg. Uh, however, uh, if it's uh, if she was uh, Israelite, okay, and uh, because she had a surviving son uh, that is a kohen, uh, she could, um, you know, she married Israel and she died. Uh, she could come back even to eat the breast and the back right leg. So in this, this way, it's almost uh, somewhat of a, um, uh, a dichotomy over here uh, that, that, that this would happen. But it is what happens, that, uh, it's, uh, uh, that she has got more power uh, than the Bat Kohen. 
Right. I'm a Azal Rav Mordechai. Rama Lishmaita commander Rav Ashi. Rav Mordechai went and stayed the Salach in front of Rav Ashi. Ama Mihecha Ka Mitrabia Umivat. He says, if it's, uh, you know, where do we learn this from? Is it from Umivat, right? It says, um, you know, it can't, kinds of. Um, Tells you, umivat. Uh, you know, it says mia difa laimina. So you know, so, so this this woman uh, of this from you know from Israelite lineage, she comes and all of a sudden uh, she's able to eat uh, these the the, the chaza and the shok, but the the coin woman can't. But surely we learn the whole thing out from umivat. Okay, uh, and uh, and that's it. So it says, "Mi adifalei So how could she be better than from her? She learns it out from pasuk after all. Now, hatam ketivei miute, hacha lo ketivei miute. So here we, we we wrote those exclusions as we as we saw above that she doesn't return in all respects. But here uh, with, with this woman going back, there is no are no exclusions written over here. So even though it seems a bit of an anomaly uh, that that this happens. Uh, we see that is um, a, uh, 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 that she is stronger uh, to, than uh, than the Israelite woman is stronger than the Queen in this thing, uh, in this instance. All right, <coughs> going back to the Mishnah, but Queen she is Israel, daughter of a Queen that married to Israel, she can't eat truma. Uh, she goes back to her father's house that excludes a Yavam. Uh, right? And uh, she can't go back to her father's house as long as she's still waiting for the Yavam. Uh, and uh, the same way she was in her youth, uh, that excludes a pregnant woman uh, because she's changed because of her pregnancy and she's no longer uh, the way she was when in her youth. It says, Surely we could work this out. Okay, so now we're going to actually contrast until the rest of this peric goes along, uh, which is only a few more lines, but uh, the rest of it goes and uh, discusses uh, the following two cases. A bit of an introduction. Uh, talks about uh, all what we've been talking about over here uh, with this woman, and she's got a surviving child. Uh, that child entitles her to, to certain things. However, uh, now we're going to contrast that uh, with the law of Yibam, all right? Uh, because in the law of Yibam, we say uh, the, the following situation, imagine the following situation. Uh, what happens if a woman goes and gets married to her husband uh, and she has a child with him uh, and the husband dies? So then she goes and gets remarried to a second man. Uh, she does not have a child uh, with that second man. And then uh, all of a sudden that husband dies as well, okay? Uh, she uh, that uh, you would you would think that uh, the, 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 that she has a child before, therefore she's exempt from you. No, we say not. Uh, we say not. The halacha from the first husband does not uh, uh, pertain to the second husband, and she is not exempt uh, from Yubam. Okay, and uh, therefore asa uba kealud. But in the case of a of a of a of a, she, she needs to have Yubam done with her, uh, or chalitza, obviously. You know, despite the fact that she had a child. However, um, the Torah said, uh, you know, asa ibu kialud. If she is pregnant when her husband dies, uh, then that uh, the pregnancy is if she's already had been born. So because we learned much earlier on in Amasechet that a pregnant woman does not do yibum.
Okay, uh, so therefore, if that is the case, and we've established that, so to in a place where the, the, the child from the first husband uh, is like the child from the second husband, uh, that will come and uh, disqualify her from Truma. In other words, this is talking about a Bat Kohen who married Israel, uh, had a son with him, and then she had, well, was widowed, then afterwards she married another Israel, uh, and then he died without a child. Right, uh, you know, it, it, even though there's a second marriage, and you might think that it's totally separate, uh, and now that it, 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 uh, both her marriages have dissolved, the fact that she has a child uh, will pass her up from Truma. And Odin, she now said, Uber. Uh, so what we would we say is that uh, the, the fetus should be like the child. In other words, uh, she's not allowed to eat truma if she's pregnant. Okay, so uh, that, that would surely uh, take out the, the pasuk because we just learned out. We said that uh, the, the pasuk said uh, she goes back in the days of her youth, which excludes a woman who's pregnant. So surely if we have this kav uh, we could work it out. The Gemara says law. No, you don't have to. You can't say that. Why? Uh, because Mali uh, uh, when should I say that the fetus is like a child? Uh, that is only with regard to Yubum. Because uh, uh, the dead are like the living. Okay, what does that mean? A woman had a child of her husband's death. Okay, she would be exempt from Yubum. Okay, so so even a dead, even if the child dies later, uh, we're going to see in a, in a bit uh, that, that obviously that it can't happen. We assume it as a factor, and we're just going to ask why uh, in a, in a while. But uh, but but uh, for sure, uh, the, the 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 fact that the woman had a child when the husband dies at the time of the husband's death, uh, she's exempt from Yubum. It's, even if the child dies later, uh, it's no pro- it's, it, it doesn't bring her back into the fold for Yibam. Okay, so in other words, Asam Beitim Kachayim, so even if the child dies in future, uh, he still is if he was alive. Now, so Uba Kiyalud, and also uh, we would say, that a fetus is like a child uh, with regard to being born. Then truma, that's uh, like truma. Uh, it says, The dead are not like the living when it comes to truma. In the case of truma, as long as the bat kohen is a living son, uh, she's not allowed to eat truma. Uh, but if she dies, she can eat truma again. Okay, she's not like a living son. So yeah, uh, the dead are not like the living. Okay, so when the sun dies, you can go back to eating truma. So therefore, we'd say, Tamar So therefore, we see uh, that that's why we had to have the Pasuk, and it's necessary, because we rejected the Kavachorma, and that's why we had to say, Kenera Pratlam Meberet, in a youth, to exclude a pregnant woman. And right, for Itzrik the Miktav Meberet, Itzrik the Miktav, Vazera Einla. And it was necessary to write that Pasuk about the pregnant woman, and it was necessary to write, uh, does she doesn't have a child? The Ika Tavarmana, Zera Einla, that the fact that she doesn't have a child, Mekara, Chad Gufa, Vada Gufa, because in the beginning she was only had one body when she ate Truma, and now uh, when she comes back, there are, are two bodies, okay? Uh, and she doesn't have, uh, if she does have a child, and therefore that's why she can't eat Truma. Um, when she is pregnant uh, still she is one body uh, still there's no one else yes there's something inside of her uh, so therefore you might think she can still eat truma until the son is born and she becomes two bodies you might think she can still eat uh, therefore you need to write no uh, even a pregnant woman can't eat and if you'd only written uh, the pregnant woman you would say that uh, it's only true because the beginning of a pregnancy, the body, uh, uh, 
Gufa Srika You'd say that when she left, her body was empty, and now her body is full. With the child, when she had the child, her body is empty, the same way as she was when she left. law, you might think that uh, she could maybe eat truma. Uh, therefore, we have to come along and say uh, that she can't eat truma. All right, so now we come with a siman. Amalei nasei maasei meita nasei velo maasei velud yavam truma yibam truma siman. All right, that is the siman that we have. All right, uh, teach us about the next uh, little bit of the Gemara. All right, similar kind of concept. Amarav Amalei Rav Yehuda mi deiskata lerava. So Rav Yehuda from Iskata says to Rabbi the following: Alona uh, You know, a dead child should not be like a live child. Uh, from Yibum, can uh, be We should say that's a kavukome. Uh, we'd say that you know, even though she's got a child from uh, the, the marriage, what happens if the child dies? She has to do Yibum. Uh, you would say that that's perfectly logical. Why? It's a kavukome. Umama kum she she asa. Vlad minarishon, kavad minasheni, ruptura minatruma. So the same way we make a child uh, from the first, like the same as a child from the second, with regard to truma. In other words, uh, we disqualify this woman from truma uh, because as long as she has a child, it's not a queen. She's not allowed to eat truma. Lord, I say, matim kaim. We say uh, a, 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 a matim is not like uh, a dead child. Is not like a living one. Okay, because when the child dies, she can eat it. Uh, it says. Um, uh, in this case, Makum, Shulasa Vlad, Minarishum, Kavlad, Minasheni, Lubutura, Mina, Yubom, in a place where the, the, the child from her first husband has no effect uh, when the child doesn't exempt the child from the second, or I mean the lack of child from the second husband. Uh, you might think that uh, uh, over there, and Udin Shulana said, Maitim Kakhan, so too, what, what should happen? The dead should be like the living. In other words, uh, you would say that uh, if, if the, the, the Yavama would come and, uh, and have to do uh, Yibo, well, there is no, uh, she's not a Yavama, but she all of a sudden might become a Yavama uh, once the, the child dies. Her husband dies and she's got a child, then the child dies. You might think the Yibum reasserts itself and she would have to do Yibum. Ways are ways of pleasantness, of pause, of peace. In other words, since the way of the Torah is uh, pleasant, uh, the Torah would not obligate a woman who's got married all of a sudden uh, to come and do chalitza uh, at this stage. Okay, and that's it. Or we would maybe force her to divorce and do yibum or different opinions as to what goes on here. But that would really be totally disruptive. Uh, this you know, could happen five years later, 10, 15, whatever, however many years they've been married. All of a sudden, uh, her first husband's child dies and then, uh, then she'd be subject to yibum. The Torah would not ever go ahead and do such a thing. Okay, uh, so then we carry on with these types of uh, derivations. Maybe the, the, the dead children like the ones with living in terms of truma as well. What's the kavakome? Uh, in a place where the Torah does not make a child from the first husband like a child from the second. In other words, you would still have to do yibum. Uh, but still made the living like the dead. In other words, when a husband dies and left her a child, uh, she is exempt from Yibum, even if that child would die. 
okay, makom shasa vlad mina rishon kevlad mina shayin lepsona mina truma. In a case where the Torah does make the first child like the second one to dis- disqualify her from truma, and within shasa matim kaim, surely it should be like the living should be like the dead, uh, and 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 therefore she should be able to tamul lomar zera einla vaha einla. No, it says she has got no child. She comes back to her father's house. Means uh, she doesn't have any children at all. Okay, and that's uh, that's that's what we hold over there. Again, when I say Vlad, when Kialu, Kevlad, when So maybe the child from a first husband should be like the child from a second husband. Should be with regard to Yibum for Alakakavakome. Uh, in a place where the Torah did not make the living like the dead with regard to trauma, as we've explained, okay, uh, that, uh, you know, that uh, as long as the child's living, the woman can't eat trauma. As Vlad, men are rich on Kvlad, men Made a child from the first husband the same as a child from the second husband. In other words, uh, she can, yeah, as long as she's got a child from any husband, it, you know, has impacts with her on trauma. Uh, it says, uh, when a place where um, it made uh, the dead living like the dead, okay, um, the dead like the living, sorry, in terms of Yubom, and surely we should make uh, the child from the first husband like the child from the second. In other words, we would say that she's be exempt from Yubom because after all, she has a child, okay, it says, uh, because it says there specifically uh, he has no child and the fact that he didn't have a child at the time that he died it's we all related to this, the second husband in this case and the first husband as well we look at the first husband and we'd, we'd see his situation we look at the second husband we'd see his situations as well okay again maybe we should make the child from the first husband um, uh, and uh, we shouldn't make the child from first husband like the child from the second husband uh, with regard to trauma uh, the living is like the dead uh, to exclude from uh, the child from the first husband like a child from the second husband Vlad Minarishon, Kvlad Minashani. Surely we should um, say that uh, in, uh, in, uh, with regard to Truma, uh, that the living are not like the dead. Uh, surely we should say the child, like from the first husband, uh, is like the child from the second husband. Tamulomar, Einla, Vaha, Yeshla. She's got no children. Well, this woman actually does have uh, children over here. And therefore, that's it. Uh, so, so, therefore. Um, in a place, you know, that the, the, the first husband uh, does have children, therefore uh, she'd be exempt uh, from that. Okay, so that's it. She doesn't have, this woman does have children. All right, and, and that is that. All right, Hadron Lach, Yesh, Yesh, Muteret. All right, we have finished the uh, ninth chapter. Now we move on to the tenth chapter. And actually what happens is here, a uh, bit of a shift uh, altogether up until now. Uh, we've been dealing specifically, really, where, where you know, uh, the different uh, issues and, uh, you know, after the husband dies and the brother who's there, etc., you know, as long as there aren't any children, etc., you know, we, 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 uh, we ask all these questions and we've had all these uh, things. But now what happens is uh, this, this peric, and it's called Isha Rabbah, uh, because the, this is actually, uh, there are three uh, prakim that are going to be called Isha, uh, coming up, I think this one, the 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 fifteenth and the sixteenth, all start with Isha. Those go to Isha Rabbah because it's a 
longest one. But anyway, uh, here we are talking about uh, a new situation altogether. Uh, the fact is that where a husband uh, was uh, was informed to his wife that he, they, 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 they died. Okay, and this and, 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 and this piece of information was incorrect. Okay, so so that uh, we were talking here uh, where there's no certainty about the death, uh, at least at this stage. All right, so the um, um, the Mishnah picks up uh, as follows. A woman whose husband went overseas. So these and witnesses come uh, and they say to her uh, as well, uh, your husband is dead. And therefore, as a result of this, she gets married to the uh, second husband. And then all of a sudden, her, her husband, uh, the reports of his death were obviously greatly exaggerated, uh, comes back. Uh, in in town, okay, and now uh, this woman is uh, is in big trouble over there because you know Tetzay Mizeh Mizeh Chika get Mizeh Mizeh. Okay, there's going to be a list of 16 different things uh, that uh, um, uh, that that's going to happen uh, with her, with it, and this woman's going to be penalised in a number of different ways. Okay, uh, she needs a, 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 she she has to divorce both of those husbands. Uh, to leave them, they're both forbidden to her. Obviously, now she's committed adultery. It took a get, mise, mise, and she requires a get from both of them. Obviously, a get from the first husband because that marriage never broke up, and we have to give her a get uh, from the second husband as well. Uh, this woman loses her ketubah. Uh, you know, in, in this situation, neither neither of her husbands have to pay the ketubah. Avalor Peirut, and she got no, uh, she doesn't get any. Um, uh, a property uh, of uh, from from her husband's uh, all the all the fruit uh, that she she brought in previously and she doesn't uh, not able to be sustained by uh, the her clothes um, the worn out clothes that she brought into the marriage she can't get any of that law uh, from both of these husbands um, and if she would give take anything from uh, either his husband, any form of marriage, monetary compensation, uh, she would have to uh, return those to him. Uh, it says, Vlad Mamze, Mize Mize, and the child is a Mamze from uh, both uh, this one and that one. Okay, the child from the second husband is obviously a definite Mamze because she was never divorced from the first husband. Uh, and uh, and the rabbi say, listen, if she, she went back to her first husband, that child is also a Mamze. Okay, um, and it says, Velo Zevize. Um, uh, and, and if they were Kwanim uh, and she died, uh, then uh, neither of them can be Mutame for her. Uh, we we penalise them. Uh, neither this man or that man um, are entitled uh, to, uh, um, you know, to, to any uh, of her fines. Okay, and, uh, and uh, it says, and also her earnings. And, and they can't uh, nullify her vows as well. All right, so we see all these different privileges uh, that are given to the man in response uh, to his um, uh, keep, keeping this woman, uh, all these uh, rights uh, that, that, that come from the marriage, uh, both of them uh, lose those rights as well. Okay, Aita, but Israel, she's a Israel, and if Selet Mina Kuna, then she's not, never allowed to marry a Kuna again because that's uh, the, the, the fact that she had relations with, uh, with essentially an adulterous relationship, uh, that uh, if she, she would be forbidden from uh, eating Truma. 
okay? Uh, and also, vat levi minamase. And if she was vat levi, she would not be allowed to eat maase. Vat kohen minatruma. And uh, uh, sorry, she, she would uh, the, from the corner. If she's vat levi, she loses maase, the right to maase. Vat kohen, if she's vat kohen minatruma. Not only obviously is she allowed to not, not allowed to uh, get married to a kohen again, uh, uh, but um, she is uh, she would never be allowed to eat truma again. Ben Yorshin Shazeh, Yorshin Shazeh, Yorshin Kutubata. And now the, the heirs of, of other man, uh, this one or that one, inherit uh, her, her, uh, her Kutuba if she dies. Vimaitu, uh, and uh, you know, we'll have to see what that means obviously in the Gomorrah. Uh, it says Vimaitu, if both of them uh, would, would, would die without children, Ainze. Uh, uh, the brothers of this one and of that one both have to do chalitzas and they don't do yibam. Right, that is the basic principle uh, that we've had and we've seen, uh, you know, if you count them up, there'll be 16 uh, punishments all in all. All right, uh, now we move on and uh, we discuss the following. Uh, there are various um, uh, rabbis that disagree, Amoraim, uh, that uh, disagree uh, with these things. Rabbi Yossi, um, uh, Rabbi Yossi says, Ketubah, really the Ketubah comes from the, uh, uh, the the first uh, the first husband, okay, and it says uh, and, and therefore uh, the, 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 he still has to pay out over the rebellion. Man, Rishonim Zakai v'Metziata No, the first husband says Rabbi Lazar. Uh, he says uh, that he's entitled to anything she finds, to her earnings, and if he wants to nullify her vows, he says it's basically fine to do that because the second marriage uh, was really. Uh, a mistake, and uh, and therefore uh, the first one does not lose his rights to the marriage. You know, it was she that committed the adultery; it wasn't his fault. Uh, Rabbi Shimon Omer, Rabbi Shimon says, um, um, if she has relations with the chalitza, the brothers uh, of uh, of uh, 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 sorry, if she has relations. Or she has chalitza done with the, the, the first husband brothers, uh, then that exempts her tzara. Uh, that's it. Okay, and um, uh, it, it, it says, and also the other thing he says, um, and if she she said, and blood mum, he says really, uh, it's all about the first marriage, and if she can go back to him, uh, and if the child from there, if she have a child from there, the child is not a mumza. Uh, the the, the um, if and that's where you know and and oh, so the Gemara now uh, so those are the different um, uh, opinions from uh, the rabbis uh, and now we go back to the case that's all uh, if she um, uh, married with uh, the with the court okay telling her that she could marry uh, based on this uh, testimony okay and as we're going to see there's going to be a testimony of uh, of uh, um, a uh, uh, one one person. Over here, uh, it says Shlobri Shot. Shlobri So that that's it. Uh, that's where she married with the permission of the court. Uh, but if she married without the permission of the court, okay, basing herself on the testimony that she heard, okay, and uh, as we're going to see, you know, what 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 is the what is the situation of this? Is this with two witnesses, okay, uh, that, that come along and tell her, okay, then she can go back to her first husband, okay, and also they say to Alpi Korban, and then we add if she got married 
through the court. She has to leave both of them. She's exempt from the offering. Okay, uh, she doesn't have to bring a chatat for adultery over here. That's a, a, um, something that you would uh, be, be liable for a chatat uh, because you did it by mistake. And that's it because the, the court allowed her to do it. And therefore, uh, she's, uh, you know, that, that's a situation almost of honest. Okay, and, uh, and if you do something for honest, uh, then you are exempt from a korban. Lord says, however, she didn't uh, marry. Uh, uh, you know, on the word of the court, okay, uh, this is Tetei, uh, then she has to go out, then she has to leave, and she is five, a Korban, uh, and, and therefore we see, so, uh, the power of the great Beitin is greater, Shepateret, Mina Korban, that will exempt her from a Korban, Vorat Beitin, and say, and if the court told her uh, to marry, okay, uh, and uh, instead of uh, marrying someone, she just went and slept with them, uh, okay, uh, without to slept with someone, uh, not through marriage. Uh, then she is liable to a korban. The court says the only time you can come in uh, is if, if you are, you know, if you want to get married and not just uh, uh, to be, uh, you know, licentious over here. Okay, the Gomorrah picks up. It's only safe uh, because the last part of the thing, uh, the mission had said, and he said, she married without the court's consent, she would be allowed to come back to him. Uh, it says, uh, you know, so this means she shouldn't do uh, by, uh, she, she, the beginning part must be, you know, she, um, she, the, 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 that means she didn't do it with the, with the consent of the court, Ella, Adam, it must be that she did it with Adam, as we mentioned, uh, kind of included that in, you know, she must have done it through Adam, okay, i.e. there are two witnesses, uh, and because there are two witnesses, she doesn't need consent uh, from the court, you know, um, in the cloud erasure, uh, the first part would, would imply uh, um, uh, where she married uh, by the permission, uh, with the consent of the Beitin, um, it must be Be'edechad, um, that we are talking about here. We must be talking about just one witness, and therefore the court allows uh, one witness. Alma, Eidechad, Neman, we believe one witness in this situation. All right, Utnan, uh, we also learned um, in a later Mishnah, right at the end of the Perik, Uchuzgato, Liot, Masin, our P bait, our P. Uh, we also allow a woman to marry if her husband was reported dead by one witness and also um, all right, um, uh, from uh, one witness from another witness or a woman from another woman or a woman from an evid uh, or even from a, a maid servant all right, so it doesn't make a difference uh, who you hear from uh, one witness or Allah now in all these cases uh, the Kiddush is that normally in all these cases a, uh, um, uh, it says we believe all of these uh, witnesses even though in other areas uh, in uh, uh, we we, um, we don't usually believe them here. It's like a special exception. Um, we also learned in the Mishnah. Um, uh, we also learned in the Mishnah, and there's in Kritot um, uh, that if one witness says to someone, "You ate chaylev avia," and he says, uh, "I didn't eat chaylev." Uh, uh, it says um, in that case, Pater, uh, if, uh, you know, one person says, I ate, you know, he said, I didn't eat, uh, therefore he's exempt. 
doesn't have to do it. It says, Tama, Tama Loa Khalti. The reason is maybe because he said, Loa Khalti, I never ate. Va Ishtik, if he had kept quiet, Mahiman, uh, it would be believed. Uh, and therefore we see Alma, Eidechad, Mahiman, Bindurata, that really one witness would be believed uh, from the Torah. All right, and that is uh, that's that. All right, so now we're going to launch into a whole discussion uh, about this. Uh, you know, how, how do we see this? How do we know this? Uh, what is the difference between all of these things? Uh, but we'll leave that for tomorrow. Everyone should have a great day. Uh